For more on this, we're joined on the line now by Senior Research Fellow at the Institute for Security Studies in South Africa, Dr. David Zumeno. Thanks so much for your time this morning, Doctor. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to your listeners. Now, um, Doctor, firstly, if you could just by way of background, you know, sketch for us, you know, what the situation is here, actually. Um, Guinea-Bissau, you know, um, gained independence from Portugal in 1974. And um, one of the most uh, damning facts about the country is that uh, since then, no president has ever finished their term in office. No, definitely. I mean, this is due to historical heritage, as you rightly pointed out. So the Liberation War of 1975 which never led into really democratization of the country. And that's the key to understand the problem that we have today, because you have a system, a semi-presidential system or parliamentary system, in which when the president and the prime minister do not agree with each other, the country uh, is, is blocked from functioning, is prevented from functioning, and the army intervenes to create problems. And the issue that we have today, is a year after the election, that the misunderstanding here again is playing out between the Prime Minister and uh, the President that would ultimately create another situation that the international community has to really work on quickly. Now, the President has decided uh, to actually dismiss Cabinet. Do you think his decision was perhaps too drastic or was it necessary? I think the decision was too drastic because there have been some mediation from the regional partners, particularly the president from Burkina, from uh, Senegal and the Guinea uh, Conakry, to try and, and mediate uh, between the two the two men. And particularly given the fact that even the majority within his own party, the the, the, the PIGC and uh, the opposition party, uh, the PSA, have been actually advising against this move. And now I think it will be up to them to to decide. He also have the power to dissolve the whole parliament. So the crisis had just begun. Now, you know, given the history and, um, you know, the fact that, you know, coups are rather prevalent, five coups since 1980 in uh, Guinea-Bissau, what impact could this have on the fragile nature um, uh, of uh, politics and just uh, basic, you know, the country at large? What sort of impact is this move likely to have? I think political instability is holding the country hostage because Guinea-Bissau has not experienced a serious development that will distribute the wealth that the country has to the situation. You have rampant poverty. You have an army that continues to play a key role in defining who rules the country. You have drug trafficking that continues to affect the country. You have institutions that are very weak and is not functioning. You have drug laws that are really have emerged as a system. So the country needs a stable political system to confront the key challenge, which is the reform form of the army. And this is where actually political actors and military actors could not really reach any consensus so far. So the president has come out and he said uh, that there's a crisis um, and it's a crisis of undermining the proper working of institutions. And he also said that a simple reshuffle would not be sufficient to solve the problem. So what's likely to happen next? And are we likely to see new faces in cabinet? I think that will be the option. He will have to go for the new the new face as a prime minister. But the problem is, according to the constitution and also to the, to the regulations of his own party, is a party that came out um, strong or in majority in the legislative election that will appoint the prime minister. And uh, Dominguez is actually the figure that the opposition or, and the, the, the ruling party are really pointing at to continue leading the, the government. So if the contention around his personality is not resolved, 
because the problem here is around personality, not really about the issue that he raised around corruption. Corruption has always been there for many years. It will be extremely difficult for him to move forward without dissolving the parliament and call for elections in the next 90 days. And that will also be a challenge for the international community and those supporting Guinea-Bissau to find itself in stability and attack the issues of development that are affecting the people. And I guess one of the other questions that comes to mind is whether, you know, uh, this would create the likelihood of another coup. Definitely. I think uh, it's it's likely because once understanding cannot be found at the political level, the army believes it has the responsibility to set the record straight. And that's what the army is looking at. They have been quiet so far, but nobody knows in the next two or three days or week what's going to to happen. Particularly if the president found in minority, it will be very difficult for him to continue ruling the country without the army having to say its words. And ordinary uh, people in the country, because, you know, earlier this week, Portugal came out and they warned uh, that uh, they uh, that the development aid that they give to Guinea-Bissau could be at risk if they slipped back into instability. I think that will be a very interesting sign. And uh, the Portugal position needs to be strengthened by the EU, which is also one of the key actors providing the much-needed resources of a security sector reform, which is not moving forward. The whole international community needs to really uh, uh, remobilize and try to put pressure on the president to wind down and to see how to find a compromise solution to this political crisis, which is only happening a year after a very difficult electoral process, which was postponed many times following the, 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 the violence and the death of many political actors. So Guinea-Bissau cannot afford to experience another crisis that will ultimately result in the delaying of the reconstruction process of the country.